Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another movie review. This one is 2022's All the Old Knives on Amazon Prime. I have been looking forward to this movie. It has one of my favorite actresses involved, which is Tandaway Newton. I have been following her career since the days of flirting or Besieged, which is also one of my favorite movies. I think she's just phenomenal <laughs> so as soon as I heard that she was gonna be in this I was already signed the fuck up and I was happily happily glad that I did because this was an amazing movie great performance great directing great script no one pre- prepared me for the emotional turmoil and the water leaking out of my eyeballs but I I know it's been a while since I've been wanting to review it and I'm glad that I finally did so before we go into the gist of things let's take a look behind the curtains I just want to ask peers maybe grab a pencil take some notes I'm about to drop knowledge so this mystery spy thriller was directed by Janice Metz Pedersen, who it looks like was the winner of a BFI London Film Festival, uh, Cannes Film Festival, Critics' Choice Movie Award winner, and Schenken's Stars. Not sure what that particularly is. He directed three episodes of 000 and it looks like he doesn't have a lot of credit before then um a few episodes here and there of true detective but for the most part a rather unknown director but he is from south africa he is joined by an amazing cast we have chris pine as henry pelham tandaway newton as celia harrison favro lawrence fishburne as vic wallinger Jonathan Price as Bill Compton, Ad Kamel as Layla Marouf, Abdul Al Sharif as Suleiman Abdawahad, Jonjo O'Neill as Ernst Poole, David Dawson as Owen Lassiter, Corey Johnson as Carl Stein, Nasser. Mem Marzia as Muhammad, and lastly, Orly Shuka as Ilias Shishani. The movie was written by the screenplay Olin Stanhar, based on All the Old Knives by the same namesake. Producers we have Mark Gordon, Stephen or Steve Schwartz, Paula May Schwartz nick weschler and matt jackson cinematography charlotte bruce or yes charlotte bruss christian christeton that's a lot that's like my name with way too many t's involved 
<laughs> music by John Ekstran and Rebecca Carijord. Carijord. Or is it just Carijord? Is that supposed to be J? Supposed to be silent? <laughs> and if you're curious about the release date, it did premiere April 8th of 2022. So I think we've given credit where credit's due. Let's discuss the gist of it. Okay, let's get it. This movie revolves around the events of Flight 127, which was hijacked by armed Islamic group terrorists that were requesting the release of hostages or prisoners from both Germany and Austria in exchange for the 120 passengers aboard, including children they had immediately killed the flight attendant and began the negotiations there's a cia team that i don't quite ever understand in any movies even when they're like i'm like this all sounds so (laughs) above my pay grade (laughs) but uh, there's a particular cia team that is advising around the hostage situation and it ends in absolute tragedy when all 120 passengers are murdered we are introduced to henry and vic his boss who is advised after eight years of said event or tragedy that they believe that there is a mole involved and they still want their pound of flesh in regards to how the events shake down so henry is sent to investigate the team that handled well in particular jim it was his name jim Mm, bill bill compton and his former lover celia harrison who is now married going by harrison favreau which he knew immediately he had that line of eight years is hard to burn without burn eight years for someone without oxygen when he is asked if he's still carrying a torch for her but he says he can be objective and do his job which is to get information out of people it seems as if he is uh (laughs) one of the more experienced spies he's also told immediately that that ilias was finally apprehended and that he died without giving them a name of who betrayed them or who the mole could possibly be and that is why henry is sent to carmel by the sea in california where celia is now retired living with her two children and a husband but first he makes his way to london to visit bill where he questions him about the fact that cecilia had call logs that there was a call from his office that clearly was suspicious he thinks that possibly bill is involved before making his way to cecilia the much more interesting dynamic of the two while he is on his way there he has contacted an assassin who upon his yes or no will take out cecilia if need be 
we are privy to a lot of flashbacks between henry as well as c and their very close proximity relationship i mean the on-screen chemistry between the two was electric i'm not gonna lie i was like vicariously living all the way through her ass We see in the past that they were very much in love with each other. He was very much in love with her. Then this 127 situation happened that pretty much left a stain on everyone that was involved due to the fact that it was sarin gas, which is really terrible way to die. And she's now a mother and she's had nightmares about this particular incident when she's given the the text to meet up with him because she can't imagine being a mother watching your children being dragged away from you would you have fought back it's it's haunting her i like that line she says where i was a ghost i was disconnected then she had another child and we'll get to my my speculation um a little bit later but the dinner discusses the events that went down that particular day about how everyone was looking to get to the bottom of figuring out the best way to address the situation things kind of get a little crazy when there is an actual spy on board named ahmed who is feeding the cia information they believe that an undercarriage attack would be best we see that there are several instances in which henry is doing his job he's trying to get information he goes to a woman named tara right afterwards celia is contacted by tara at the women's center and led to somewhere else someone else which is odd because she talked to henry and gave him no information uh she celia tells in the present that nothing came of that meeting he probably didn't have anything in which to offer we didn't know that this particular meeting had so much to do with what henry did next um but as they're discussing their that last day the last 24 hours that they were going over this it becomes less of an interrogation about the possible mole about who could have been in in bill's office about the fact that she was in the office she brings up the fact that she realized looking at both of the transcripts from ahmed that there was a difference just based on the vernacular i don't know versus don't know which means that someone else was now writing messages to them telling them to to disregard the attack because there is a camera mounted on the plane's undercarriage so they end up calling offset attack which was unfortunate once again because ahmed is then murdered and tossed out of the plane this is something that that henry is still contemplating because he's saying why did you run to me and she explained i ran to you after i found out she also had went through the call logs and realized that someone had made a call to a iranian number 
from uh, from Bill's office. So she was very surprised after she went to him after the devastation of the loss of Ahmed. They had that whole sex scene that was just so much. I'm the ice cream man. She chunky monkey. She like the trolley swirly in my vanilla coop. She like my sugar cone seeds. I just took off the roof. You so fucking precious when you smile. Hit it from the back and drive you wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, I lose myself. Um, does internet porn know you're cheating on it? Seriously, I need to have sex. I, I, I miss it. <laughs> so, yeah, they killed him, said he was just fired, threw him off the plane. And then after Henry is told that Ahmed died, all he can say is Shit, motherfucker, ass tits, cunt, cock, motherfucker, shit, ass tits, motherfucker, shit, come on. He then goes into the shower, and that is when she discovers when his phone is being dialed, or his phone begins to go off, that he and that number, or the number on the phone, the number of the office match, and that the mole is in fact him. She tries to tell herself that it can't possibly be true. Uh, that he must be innocent in some capacity, which he kind of sort of was because this was revenge. We find out. So his entire life was a little bit of a tragic story. That's what I like is the complexities here, because what happened to Henry had to happen to Henry. But it's also based on the larger picture is how political governments and, and politicians, how they handle and make the calls in these situations and even their own agents are susceptible to being screwed over or being vulnerable uh, based on how the politics play out because we find out earlier in the episode and she kind of surmises as well i think that Ilias picked venice because of you that the whole moscow operation that henry used to be a part of which bill made the com comment of i thought you screwed up that whole operation i'm sorry <laughs> they find out that his source was outed to avoid um i'm not even sure to placate the russian government so he was forced or his superiors forced him to betray Ilias uh, after a particular terrorist attack and thus they killed his wife and children and he told them that family was the most important thing and they were friends they respected each other and uh, with and by i mean he's doing his job but also his job uh, it's the reason why this man now hates him and see surmises that he chose venice so that he could put him in that exact same situation in which he would do the exact same thing where think things would come back to him he lost the person that he loved the family that he loved it's all tragic <laughs> it really is see knowing what he did but also heartsick at the fact that all these people have died because she goes to talk to 
Vic, I'm not sure if she was going to confess or not, but then Vic tells her that everyone has died, that they took everyone out uh, with sarin gas, killed themselves, killed the pilots in the chair by strangulation. And unfortunately, there was nothing else for her to do besides run away and never be seen again for eight years by the person she loved and loved her. He went to the restroom because he started to feel a little dizzy came back and that's when i started realizing something's not right (laughs) uh and thus and thus when he sat back down and they start going because she says i'd rather this be an interrogation i'd rather go back to said interrogation than discuss the fact that we may love and it was real because he's like i thought what we had was real she says i thought so too Uh, but she doesn't want to go down that heartache of a road because she knows what is coming ahead we find out that ernst is in a department that he can't be framed for the possible league and at this point we all know that he was trying to frame someone to avoid himself being busted but he wasn't quite sure if he wanted to pull the trigger uh he then tried to put bill up against the wall saying you know looks terrible from you maybe your wife you went home after that that was possibly an excuse um why didn't she say anything about the call logs and that's when she is asked about that and she says yeah i didn't he's like why wouldn't you she's like let's not continue to pretend that we both don't know why i did not say anything about the call logs i know it was you i saw the number on your cell phone i put that shit together i couldn't betray you because i loved you but i couldn't stay with you because they were going to move in together uh because he says i know we're not supposed to put up walls and that this is that the other thing but i can't lose this i don't want to lose you i was like oh oh, oh, oh." you're beautiful you're beautiful it's true the one man he killed himself though no one knows why he killed himself but maybe you know it was shortly after a few years after he looked shocked too so it's all the collateral damage from this one event that destroyed so many lives or at least changed all of those lives forever uh she tells him that she also was contacted by a carl stan about betraying bill and she said that he can go fuck himself but as all of the images that we've been bombarded with past and present in the meantime all start to solidify Coveless on this one moment where she reveals that she knows and that she tried to put it behind her but then you had to come after bill then you actually came after me and i had no choice so we see that she had after watching her daughter do ballet and she totally definitely didn't tell her her husband <laughs> who she was going to meet she calls carl stein they set the whole fucking thing up the restaurant 
the staff the 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 people inside of the restaurant it was all for show just so they can confront henry about his own actions that they are more than a little aware of that he committed and she tells him that he's dying because they have poisoned his wine best thing about a good spy thriller is when they put something in a scene and it's so obvious and then going back you're like oh shit i did see him in that one scene with tandaway when she was walking out of the store and he was like right there and i paid no attention that that was the exact same waiter (laughs) that poured the red wine after the other waitress left he wasn't suspecting her because she supposedly was pregnant uh she says why she doesn't understand why he did it how he could have killed all those people she tells him about the nightmare that she has had he apologizes for that and then they had to drop the other fucking shoe it turns out that he did it for her because Ilias came um that meeting that she went to when they took her phone that was all a setup her life was in danger they were threatening to kill her unless he gave them something which he did which was the name of ahmed he thought that they were gonna continue the assault they were gonna storm it that his betrayal wouldn't come out that they would save the day regardless they were not expecting them to kill everyone even though that's something that the one uh what was her name Mm, what was her name Layla she was saying like these people don't like they either get what they want or they'll kill themselves and everyone else they don't <laughs> it's not and then the re- the governments brought the prisoners but they were not going to actually release them because we do not negotiate with terrorists but they trying to make themselves look good to the press by acting like they are they are um going to give in to their demands we all know that america has a strict policy we do not negotiate with terrorists you go everybody gonna die everybody's going to die and thus um and thus that's that's what happened and this causes her to break down caused me to break down he was breaking down because he's dying and she she finally knowing reaches out and says why didn't you tell me why couldn't you have told me in eight years would it have changed anything i think it would have possibly i think she may have protected him still if she had oh no uh, he had known but he never got the chance they never got the chance they just left it and thus and thus he's dying he says it's okay you should go she doesn't want to but you know he's like i, I just wanted us to have something real and that was all because his life had been just this this cycle and he was like i'm tired he even comes to terms with it the guy that he set up to assassinate he didn't say yes or no he just let her go i don't think he could say anything but (laughs) um they definitely left that open 
here's what i'm we all are me and my me and two other girls at work we were talking about this movie and i was like so the eldest is totally his right and why couldn't she tell him that shit before he died but then i realized they were being recorded and i was like no <laughs> i think she was trying to tell him because she was talking about kids he's like maybe i should have a kid and she gave a look oh oh and then she hugged that said kid as soon as she got home it's like you're killing me mommy you're holding me too tight <laughs> that was totally his kid but she couldn't tell she wouldn't tell him that's even worse that's even worse ah i think i my own satisfaction just wanted him to have that peace i just felt that uh. <laughs> but that puts her her family in jeopardy so i also understand that and she was not happy with the motherfuckers she's like back the fuck up off me um i'm done i'm out don't ask me anything else after this they tried to uh, like oh you did a good job she's like get the fuck up don't you fucking touch me do not fucking touch me and she walks home and that's the that's the end until we realized that carl and vic were working together the entire time and that because he says that he gave up your name they already knew and that they were gonna make it look like a suicide i was heartbroken because the love story was real but he also had to die because you did what you did man my heart broke for her though it broke for her (laughs) so bad uh apparently michelle williams was supposed to be in this movie but the negotiations fell through and tandaway took the place of her and i'm gonna just say this better decision because i would have never watched it if she was involved just so you know that has nothing to do with michelle williams at all (laughs) it's just that um i wouldn't have been inclined to like i don't have anything against the actress is what i'm saying but i would have never been inclined to pick up this type of because i'm not I, i like espionage a little bit but not a whole bunch so that's that's what i mean by that (laughs) because it sounded really insulting when i said it (laughs) like i had beef with that woman i don't but i will watch any genre that tandyway newton is in so what is my score for this movie i gave it a 10 out of 10 the critics did not agree but i don't fucking ever agree with the critics so fuck them i enjoyed myself i was emotionally invested all the way through i thought the performances was outstanding particularly both tandaway and chris pine my favorite shot was when he was walking out of the door and they had the light focused on her eyes and the rest in shadow i would recommend everyone go out watch this it is worth your time if you have any lingering thoughts definitely leave those below my social media will be there as be there as well remember to like share and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Remember to leave some stars, drop a review. You can send all feedback for any of the other shows that I do or the next movie review, which should be Batman, the new Batman movie, to blackercouch at gmail.com. 
Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. <laughs>